back. We back, and you know it. We back. back. We're Don't show, show it. it. We back. You what know up? it. So Valentine's Day, sorry, 2020. We're a little late. I we're had not late. We're on time. A birth yesterday and got home at like 2 in the afternoon, and I was just dead. Zonked. She missed my brother's birthday dinner. Yeah, and did. she never misses my brother's birthday dinner, which is kind of weird because then it's like, do you like my brother? Shut up. Or are what's going on here? Because we look alike and sound alike, and you're so weird. Um, you know, I told you, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get up and get ready, and I legit, I was, I couldn't move my body, so I stayed home and slept a little bit. You're a manual laborer, babe. Dude, doing birth work is emotionally and physically exhausting, but I wouldn't, I love it. Healthy baby, healthy mama. Healthy baby, healthy mama. It was beautiful. First time. The couple was so First cute time mama? too. Yeah. The couple was just so cute. He was an amazing birth partner. A lot of guys feel helpless mm-hmm. and don't know what to do, but he was so nurturing toward her and just massaging her and kissing her and loving on her and being like baby you can do this you got this and just speaking to her and he was by her side the entire time like didn't he didn't even get a drink of water and at one point like after the baby came out i was like dad you need to drink something like (laughs) you need he didn't go to the bathroom he didn't get water he didn't eat like nothing and i was like i ordered food one thing i try to do before i leave is make sure that they've ordered food mm-hmm. or um, like have a meal plan, like something, because it can be exhausting. And usually they haven't eaten for a long time, you know. So I made sure that they ordered food. And I'm like, what do you need to drink? You need something too. Yeah. I imagine it being very exhausting. Yeah. But then you have such a different energy when the baby comes out. Did the baby come out blue? No. The baby had a great color. I mean, the face is always a weird color when it comes out, but um, this girl was tiny and her belly was tiny too, so she could basically reach down and just pull the baby out herself. Oh, I think really? the midwife Did she? helped. The midwife, I'm I'm pretty sure, like kind of grabbed the baby and then then they were like handing it up to her. But it was funny because she was just having a hard time pushing, and then at one point, because her belly's so small, she's so small, she was pushing and she could see. Like, cause her belly wasn't like huge and in the way. And she looked down and she could see the top of the head. And we're like, you have to push past that. You have to push this baby's head out. And I think seeing that she was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, it was like, she could see why it hurt. <laughs> and she yeah. could see, you know, cause there does come a point when you're pushing out. I mean, I guess TMI for all the listeners, when you're pushing the, the, the head out, it's the ring of fire. Cause your vagina is just stretching. Yeah. And, um, and it's actually good if it goes slow, which when there's a lot of medical interventions, sometimes they force it, which increases tearing. But when your body's laboring and in its natural rhythm, and then you're slowly, like during a contraction, when you're pushing, the baby's head will come out a little bit more. And then when the contraction's over, it sinks a little bit back in. Mm-hmm. And it's good because it's actually stretching all of your tissues mm. and it's allowing the baby to, to like process everything that's sure, happening. Sure. So it can be good. She pushed for three and a half hours, though, which is pretty long. Um, but it, that's why when she saw the head, we because we're like, reach down and touch. Maybe that'll help you. She's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to touch. We're like, touch the top of the baby's head. She's like, no. We're like, do you want a mirror to see it? She's like, no, I don't want to see it. But then when she like looked over and could see it, she's like, oh, my gosh. And I think, and then she pushed the baby out yeah. the next couple contractions. Oh, chaos. 
I when, can't wait to when push the baby's head's coming out. Do you say swim past the ring of fire? No. Like in Finding Nemo? No. no. You should do that next time. Are you gonna say that to me when yes. I'm in labor? Yes. I don't doubt it. Right, babe. The ring of fire. What are they? Shark bait. Hoo ha. Shark bait. Hoo ha. That's a mistake when you're giving birth. You can be like, get out of the room. Yep. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun. We'll see. That's exciting. Yeah, it was fun. It's always fun. And you were covered in placenta and all the good juices and stuff. No. No. No, I don't. Gross. I don't. I do get a little dirty. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were in the shower at first and I got soaked and then she was in the tub. And I mean, when you're pushing different tissues and different things are coming out floating in the tub and my hands are in there. In the gross. Tub. Yeah, that's gross. Okay. So, so it's Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Do you like chocolates or sweets? Aren't chocolates sweets? You know what I mean? Like Starburst or Snickers? Neither. Uh, gummy bears. So sweets. You like the sugary stuff. Gummy bears or... Dude, gummy bears probably have, they have way less sugar than a Snickers bar. Okay. You understand what I'm saying, though? There's like chocolate <laughs> sweets, and then there's like candy. Yeah. Then there's like fruity sweets, I guess. I'm a fruity. I would rather have like gummy bears, Sour Patch Kids, or just like fruit snacks. Sour Patch Kids? Really? I do like Sour Patch Kids, like at the movies. Gross. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm a Reese's Pieces kind of guy. Those are pure sugar. It's all sugar. Mm-hmm. You're you're skewing what I'm saying, mm. but yeah. You, so your friend bought you this like five pound bag Six of gummy pound, bears. I think and it's so gross. I never eat gummy bears. I've been eating them, and I'm like, these aren't even. They're not good. They are good. They're it's not, the best brand. Black Forest is the gum, best. No, brand. gummy bears brand. are not good. Oh gummy, yeah, they they're are. not good. And then you feel so sick after you eat them because they're so heavy and they're like impossible for your body to break down. It's not true. There's health benefits. There's gelatin in there. Oh, okay. Um, then a peanut M&M is healthy then because it's mostly peanuts. Yeah. I would argue that. Um, <laughs> I do actually peanut M&Ms I do like, especially with popcorn at a movie. Yeah. That's good. So what was your favorite? What are you looking forward to most today? I mean... Do you like Valentine's Day? I don't really care about Valentine's Day. No? No. It's like not a thought in my mind. Um, well, usually, like usually I have you... to cook for you. All right, which you still do. But tonight we're going on a double date with a new couple mm-hmm. that they're not dating yet. This is their second date, and we're just making it less awkward for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So, because they're like... They went out last week, and they're like, oh, we should go out next week. And then, like, next week is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So they're like, well, we don't want to go out on Valentine's like, Day. Is it weird? And we're like, we'll go with you. Yeah, so we're going to go with them. We're and gonna We're going to go to dinner go. and bowling. Yeah, there's this place called Pinstripes, and it's like a upper-class bowling alley that serves really good food. Oh, so we're going to eat there? Yeah. Oh, okay. you never been? I don't think so. I think I've brought you there. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking is our one of our second dates was technically almost bowling because we yeah at like a like a terrible bowling alley well our first date was in toronto Mm -hmm. and i mean we had a basically a date the next day whatever but it was like a three long day date um and then i came here and then we met up with your cousins bowling somewhere yeah downtown diversity bowl it's a complete 
it's just a shit show there. It's disgusting. This is like people will be in button up shirts and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I I feel like Valentine's Day for me. I think that it's so important to show somebody that you love, um, or your significant other that you appreciate them year round, and. If not, then you have a lot of making up to do on this holiday. But I do feel appreciated year round. And so for me, the thing that I request of Vito is on Valentine's Day is just to cook for me. Because I, I, he does make breakfast a lot. Um, but I'll, I make dinner. And um, especially when you're working and stuff, then I try to pack your lunches and dinner and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just like a day for me to kick back and relax and I love to cook, but for me, the planning it is where I get stressed out sometimes is, but I just need to set a time where it's like, okay, on Sundays I meal plan for the week. But, um, so it's just like, I don't have to think about what I'm cooking or anything and he'll cook for me. And you usually wear something sexy. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. One Valentine's day we were up in the cabins okay in the north woods and i cooked this feast yeah it was like a five course and it was terrible i butchered (laughs) it it was so bad it wasn't terrible no that's also because you were doing keto so you made everything so when you do keto no it's because i was trying to do too many things at one time and i all wanted it to be hot and ready at the same time right and for somebody who doesn't cook often i had legit four or five different dishes going and at the same time. You took on too much. The smoke alarm went off. But everything was good. It was good. It wasn't good, but thank you. It was. And then this other time you made the shrimp and broccoli for me and you keep saying it wasn't good. It was, it was good. terrible. The shrimp it was, was terrible. The shrimp was like chewy and it was overcooked. It was good, babe. Either way, it's the thought that counts. It's the effort. Mm-hmm. So maybe tomorrow I'll cook for you. Yeah. Just tonight we're going out. Mm-hmm. Double date. Yeah. Yeah. What about for you for Valentine's Day? What? Does oh, Valentine's I just love Day Valentine's Day night. Is the best for me. Okay. Yeah. For obvious reasons, one, I get to sleep. Which you, which yo broke ass. Mhm. No, I don't know. I just, I'm. You know, I'm lovey dovey. I'm a, I'm a softy. Yeah. So I just like loving on you. Mhm. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, we're not like huge Valentine's people. I'm not like, I don't expect chocolates like, and a teddy bear or anything. Like, I like would have made you breakfast this morning, but we had a guy come over to give us an estimate on plumbing. So it's yeah. like, that's all right. I wanted to, I woke up and I was hungry and I made really good organic homemade breakfast burritos. Bomb burritos. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. But I feel like, I mean, I guess to each their own. If you're a huge Valentine's Day people, good for you. I, I keep see- seeing all the social media posts of like, happy Valentine's Day to my love of my life and this and that. And I hadn't even thought of making one and I probably won't. But I deleted <laughs> mine. Oh, it's so much fun. So I deleted even like Google off my phone. Vito deleted basically all of his apps on his phone. And it's fantastic because I, I go to pick up my phone to go... Google something or look up look something up, and I'm like, don't don't have it on there. And I put my phone down, and I'm like, oh, look at the walls. 
<laughs> I just, you get, you. I don't know. It feels better. I feel better. Have the walls in our house always been white? <laughs> I just text and call and email. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yep. I highly recommend it. We're trying to figure out how to make our lives simpler and been reading a lot of research and, and just even, you know, looking at our childhood and how we grew up and how times have changed well, we so were, much. We were, at, we were watching old videos the other night. Oh, yeah. And Home I got videos. super nostalgic and I was like, it was just so much fun to watch people just be together and hang out. And that night I deleted everything off my phone. I'm like, this is, we're, we're so dumb. We're wasting our lives. Yeah. We're literally wasting our lives away looking at our phones. Like, I still have podcasts and stuff on my phone because I think it's great, you know, listen to things and whatever. But as far as, like, scrolling through stuff and constantly Googling things or whatever, it's like, we don't need to know everything right now. Right. So, it's okay to not have a question answered. Well, and even, like... And it's okay not to be on social media at all. At all. Mm -hmm. I would suggest nobody's on social media. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I, um, you guys, first of all, these home videos. So one of them was Vito's first steps. And there was another one of his, where he was like three and a half. You guys, Vito was the cutest kid ever. And he also was a giant. <laughs> I was morbidly obese. You weren't morbidly obese. You were solid. You were like. My this- legs as a one-year-old. <laughs> Not even. I was 11 months when I had my first steps. My legs were the same size as my torso. <laughs> You've always had big legs, though. You have big muscular legs. and I love All them. the way down to my feet, though. My feet had fat on them. Babe, chunky babies are the best. Oh, man. Um, I was so chunky. And it was so funny. So his brother's four years older than him. And in the video where he's 11 months, his brother goes to pick him up. And when he picks him up, like he and his brother who at the time was five are the exact same size they had to have weighed the same i swear i don't know how he picked me up bruno was so skinny and and you were just this i don't know but then after after three i'd say then i grew into it yeah Mm -hmm. i haven't looked back but yeah i was huge dude oh i love it and my hair was so crusty my mom was a beautician and my hair was so disgusting i had like a like a poor mullet almost <laughs> but it was like greasy and it was always sticking up in the back and greasy there was just the one no, video it was where it was so sticking gross up. no because i remember i remember distinctly remember being like oh my hair is so disgusting the back of my head was always greasy and sticking up <laughs> or it felt greasy i mean i bathed and stuff my mom didn't neglect me but but the, honestly i know a lot of kids like that like i want to say most of my nieces and nephews around that age because you have bed head. Literally, you get up and the back of your head is just a knotted mess. Right. So shave it. If you can't do it, shave it. Okay. Like if we have boys, they're, they're back of the... Like Apasquale, just the top of his hair is really long. But they also have a lot of hair. Right. But just shave it. I don't know. I'm on um, when it comes to that stuff, I guess. But so... I don't know. It was just the cutest. And it's, I don't know. I feel like watching those videos of you as a baby and a little kid just made me fall in love with you more. I like, I was a total sweetheart. Well, I just saw this little glimpse of who you were when you were little, you know, and you're just so cute. Oh my gosh. I hope our babies look like you. Me too. You were the cutest. You were a cute baby. I was a really cute baby. I was cute until like 
third grade. And then I was really awkward until like freshman year. I don't think so. I think you were pretty cute. Yes and no. Like you, I don't think you ever had like a oof stage. Uh, depending. There was a time when my unibrow was really prominent before my sister shaved it right down the middle. Maybe for like a month. <laughs> no, for a few years. Um, and I had some bad perms and, you know. Oh, yeah. Everyone's done stupid things. I, I once, can't believe I that once we used to cut, perm our hair. I've permed my hair before. Yeah. <laughs> and chemicals. I also I also did a, a faux hawk where it's like a mohawk, but, right. you know, stylish. Know what a and then is. down the middle going from, you know, front to back. The left side was bleach blonde, and the right side was brown. I need to see this photo. It, it lasted three days. I did it. I went to a football game, and I wore a hat. And then the next day, I was working with my dad, and I wore a hat. And my brother knew, and he's like, you better tell dad, because if he finds out, he's going to kill you. So he's like, it's better that he finds out from you than from somebody else. Yeah. So... As my dad was leaving, he was driving away in the dump truck. I go, I go, Dad! And I yelled over to him, and I took my hat off. And then he just stopped the truck, and his jaw dropped, and he smacked his forehead like he couldn't believe what he was looking at. And he drove off. And when he when he came back, he goes, that better be gone tonight. So then I shaved my head. How old are you? 16, 17. Oh, okay. Old enough to know that it was dumb. But that I shaved it that night because... He was not happy. Right, right. Yeah. That's so funny. The things we do. Well, also, it's just such different times I was thinking about because now, I mean, you did that because you're like, it was disrespectful to your dad, basically. I didn't do it to. No, no, no. When you shaved it because your dad hated it. Right. If your dad was like, oh, cool haircut, that would have been a different story. Right. Um, but now it's like, I don't know, kids in kindergarten have that hairdo. Well, the parents give it to them. Yeah. You know, but I mean, everything now is all about like expressing yourself. And I think that there's just a fine line. I think yeah. it's important to In be an immigrant to. family, there's no expressing yourself. <laughs> you shut up, I you go to work and that's it. For me, where I don't feel like you have to pick and choose your battles is like, I think we were talking about this a while ago. Um, I think it's fun when kids pick out their own clothes, you know? And I think to to an extent, it's like, okay, you've been wearing this shirt for three days. You need to yeah, wear a new shirt. Definitely to an extent. But I do think that that's, I don't know if it's a big battle because your kid wants to wear their favorite shirt. To me, I don't think it's a big deal. No, as long as they look presentable. Right, and you and I have talked about this. Right. You should do your kid's hair when you leave the house. Or at least attempt to. Like, our kids are... I don't know. We were always taught, look good, feel good. We always had to dress up to go to school. Maybe it's an immigrant mentality. I don't know. We were never... You said you had to dress up to go to school, but then I remember you also telling a story about how you wore the same sweatpants every day. In high school. When my mom... No, this is no, when you were no, younger. In high school. No, in high school. I always wore jeans. I always wore jeans and a shirt. Up until junior year of high school. And then once I stopped, once I like became my own man, let's say, and my mom really couldn't 
no, I remember it, it was like me, Nav or somebody saying like in third grade you wore the exact same outfit every day or something no. like that. No, it was no, I always looked good in school and in, in like elementary school, middle school and stuff. But in high school, I would wear the same Adidas pants with the same zip up Adidas jacket with no shirt underneath. So you would just see. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. <laughs> I was comfortable in high school. I was always comfortable in high school, I feel like. Um, but yeah, I feel like though there is to an extent for sure. Yeah. Everything in moderation, maybe. I don't know. But I'm excited to express my love to you today. Okay. And I'll express it now. Okay. I love you. (laughs) I love you too. F. Killing it. (laughs) Ugh. Valentine's Day. The day. What's funny is like I think people should go out not on Valentine's Day because then everything's more expensive on Valentine's Day. Like buy Valentine's Day cards tomorrow. They're all going to be 90% off. Buy the candy tomorrow. Buy all the flowers tomorrow. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just cheaper. I think you should do that for, for Christmas. I think you should do it for New Year's. I think if everybody just kind of was more sporadic be cheaper beat the system yeah <laughs> take down the man we're gonna celebrate christmas actually on the 27th it's a good day to celebrate it the 28th because you're usually still off from work Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but that's what i did for a bunch of our so our christmas tree decorations this year you buy them after Christmas. You buy I the tree after Christmas. It's fantastic. 90% off at Hobby Lobby last year after Christmas. You got to do it. It was great. That's where I got all of our Christmas I just got a nine-foot tree for like 50 bucks. A nice one. Pre-lit everything. You did? Yeah, it's on the garage. We got another one? Yeah, well, one that actually works now. <laughs> so we have two trees. Yeah, we're going to put one in the foyer. Yeah. Because that, the one that you bought, the real tree... Yeah. That's just too much. It was so cute. It was cute, but it's just too much. What do you mean it's too much? <sighs> I don't know. I don't like real trees. I love they them. They shed all the time. But and then I always get really sad. So I love real trees, but I get really sad because then I think about them getting chopped down. And then when we threw ours out, it was just laying there. And I'm like, it's just dying. And it made me really depressed. You might have mental problems. <laughs> probably. I probably do. It's fine. It's like, why are all these trees getting cut down? Then I, then I'm like, okay, yeah, fake. Do you think that like when they're getting cut down, they're going no, and the other trees are going like, mom? Maybe I don't know. No. Um, but yeah, so the one in the foyer is gonna be like our homemade ornaments and fun stuff like that, and then the other one will be the nicer ornaments. Yeah. Do you have any questions? I don't think so. Maybe. Let me look. Thought we did. Um, so for those of you who have been following along, the OurStoryApp.co is still up if you still want to sign up to be a beta tester. It is getting published to the App Store, but my developers fudged something up, so we have to fix something really quick. Um, but that'll be up soon, and that basically is going to help. I know I was just talking about deleting apps, but basically this is just for families only. And it's not a social media app. It's um, more to organize stories, family stories and videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
it's exciting. It's really, I'm, I'm pumped about it. And I hope that as it grows, it'll grow into something that really brings families together. Cause you know, we just don't, how well do we know the people sitting across this table from ourselves? You know, mm-hmm. we're all on our phones looking down and the people right in front of us are the people really that matter. Not even the most, they just, they're the only ones that matter really. And, uh, we're so connected with all these pretty much strangers, right? like people from high school and people we see once a year and don't really have intimate relationships with, but the people who we are intimate with and we have, we can share our deepest secrets and fears and all that, we kind of ignore. Um, so hopefully this will bring everybody back together. Yes. Um, we, we don't have a question, but somebody told us something. Oh, let's let's hear it. Because we had asked, we had, were talking about if you had to go donate sperm or oh, if yeah, you yeah. had to get your sperm tested or something like that. <clears throat> and this girl said that um, before her husband and her have their now 14-month-old daughter, he was about to take a sperm test when they found out that they were pregnant. The place that he went to allowed him to take the cup home to do it at home and then return it within a number of hours oh, to that okay. place. I could do that. So, um, but she said it was on the back seat of his car when she told him that he was pregnant. So they were like going to get testing and then they found out they were pregnant. Did but, she say anything about if she can help? Well, of course. Then you take it home, you can do it however you want then. Well, no, because you can't have like other fluids. There's a, we'll figure it out. Right. Um, and it says, so some places will let you take it home so you don't have to do it in their office and be super awkward. It's so awkward. I don't know if I'd be able to complete the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Did you get that, babe? That was a good joke. <laughs> See? See? You're on your phone. I was, you didn't even get my good joke. I got it. That was a good you joke. You didn't really even hear funny. it because you were on your phone. It was the task at hand. Oh. You're funny, babe. Um, that was a clean, witty <laughs> joke. Mm-hmm. It was good. Do you see what I mean, people? Do you see why you have to delete the apps on your phone? I was getting out of know, that question I'm that teasing. she sent, I'm or teasing. the comment that she sent us. Yeah. Um, that's good news. So if so, we ever need to test my sperm, that's good, because I would be way too nervous to do it there. I mean, I think you'd have to find a place where you could take it home. Have you ever seen, I think it's American Pie. Yeah. Where he goes to do it, and he's like, uh, to the hot nurse. He's like, I need help. And then she comes in. I don't know. Your mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> but basically, she doesn't do what you would expect. Oh. She goes she the opposite way. Fingers on his butt. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. This is a good Christian wholesome podcast here. I don't remember that. Um. But yeah. So. That's good. Good news. Yeah. So after we're coming up on our one year anniversary uh-huh. in a couple days. In a week. Week. What is something that you learned about me this year that you didn't learn before? And that you haven't known? Or what's something that surprised you? Honestly, it surprised me that we that everything has been so seamless for the most part because I mean you just hear a lot of people say how hard it is and stuff like that but you you are 
which I knew this before, but you are a very level-headed person. And so it's pretty easy to work things out if we don't agree Okay. for the most part. Um, what's surprised me is how patient you've been with me, actually. Because I know that you're like, you're a little bit more OCD than I knew <laughs> about, but you're, you don't like, it's never like, oh, you just blah, 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 blah. Like you'll just pick something up and organize it and clean it and whatever. Like you're. Well, I do that too. To, in my head, I'm like, this is going to inspire her to help. <laughs> Everyone on this podcast thinks I'm just a giant disaster <laughs> and I never clean. I don't and think so. I leave my crap everywhere. That's not the, um, that's not what I'm saying or that's not the impression i'm trying to leave because um, i'm ocd so anything under me like even not under me but like if anything is out of place i get a little like if there's cuckoo. anything on the table besides our centerpiece it's like okay why is there all this crap on the right. table our house is not dirty by any means well right now i need to it needs to be dusted well, i've been um, working in the basement but <clears throat> um but yeah so i think just how patient you've been like there really hasn't been nitpicking i guess yeah okay i could do with that yeah you are a very patient man love is patience it is and you definitely are very you're more patient than i am yeah and i didn't think that before you one thing i learned about you was um well and i guess other factors come into play but um you can get really annoyed really fast depending on what conversations you're having in your head sometimes you're like yeah what most i would say most of the time you're very good with the flow Mm -hmm. and you're very like yeah whatever whatever this whatever that but then there's some things where you're like boom just an explosion goes off. I'm like, what the Shut heck is going on? <laughs> like, where, where did that go? And it's not like pent up anger or anything. It's just like certain topics or things kind of set you off. Um, but I would say one thing I'm surprised about was how much I've conformed to your belief systems. Okay. Yeah, because I always thought like... Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm an individual. I have thoughts and I'm, I'm very open-minded and i you know i thought going into it with you i knew you had like very out there beliefs on some things yeah. you're, you're very level-headed as well but some things you're like i'm like oh my god enough with this you know but uh you've worn me down and i <laughs> <laughs> i can see your point of view more on ridiculous things but i'm still not like you know Mm-hmm. I'm not as crazy as you are, but um, <laughs> for sure, like even if we were to have birth at home, mm-hmm. like this is a this is a thing that I've that I thought only happened in movies when people talked about it in movies. Like it doesn't even happen in movies, right. you know. It's nothing you ever would have considered before. It's it's not even real life, right? And now I'm like, okay, I could see it, I could see it happening, mm-hmm. um, or even like. If we were to have kids and like, I would deliver the baby. Like I'd be able to catch it. Let's say, like that would never be. And now I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so and like the all natural eating and this all natural toothpaste and the uh, 
the oils and shit and it's like <laughs> i'm into it let's do it you know Why which not? i've never been like that so i'm very it's not concerning i don't feel like i'm losing myself i just feel like you're learning <laughs> that's one way to put it no because i've learned a lot too from you yeah you but i feel know, like never i've, thought about these I've things conformed you more did... to you than you to me i don't know i do i think though like these things were never thoughts in your mind and you never thought about doing it because no one in your life really does either yeah you know but there's a lot was... of things in my life that no one in your life has ever done and you're like no nah. <laughs> <laughs> or i'm like okay I'll, i'm open to it Vito always says there's more than one way to do things liz yeah you say that to me a lot because i can be very stubborn and very set in my ways yeah which is it's good i think it's good to be decisive and and good to have you know your way of doing things but it's also like be open just be open yeah which you are most of the time Mm -hmm. i think that's what i learned maybe i'm protective you have a thing where you are very much like i am not losing my roots i am not losing my heritage i am not losing my family that's what i was just gonna say though is i think i am protective over that because i'm scared our kids aren't gonna grow up around it at all and like because they're not i mean they're gonna see my family like a few times a year but they're gonna be around yours every single day so i think sometimes i just get like our kids are just gonna be your family like your family and i want them to be like both both of our, our families and i want have, that too i know but i think that that's where i get like um and it's something i have to work on because i do get very stubborn or set because i feel like that's gonna get lost since yeah i mean they're not both here. my side lives here and right. I'm, I'm more like one than the other yeah so it's going to happen regardless if we're next door neighbors or we live across the country. I get what you're saying. Our kids are going to hang around my family more probably, but they also probably are going to have more quality time with your family. Because if we're going to be seeing each other weeks at a time, it's just going to be a different, it's going to be different, but it's more going to be like vacation mode. And it's going to be probably more of a positive experience than when you're dealing with people every day. And, you know, mm-hmm. like Alex and I would fight all the time Lisa and i would fight all the right, time we would, we, would have, we would have to like go still on best breaks friends you know right but it's a yeah right yeah sure yeah you know and that's it's just gonna be different but it's different like i said even if we're all neighbors because right but that's just like something i have to work on because i guess and something i have to get over which i've talked about i've had this conversation with myself a lot because it's not fair it's not fair of me to continue to remind myself of what I gave up. So, and then think, oh, well, because I moved here and we're living here and I didn't have any family or friends here. So we should get to do everything my way. (laughs) That's basically what's happening. (laughs) And that's not fair. It's not fair at all. So that's because I wanted to move here and, and I don't regret it at all. And it's 100% worth it. It's 1,000% worth it. And so that's where I need to get over in my mind. Because I'm like... And you also think that you're like 
vastly different than my family, and you're not. You're I think not. I am. You're not. I think the person that I have the most in common within your family is your mom. Right, but even like my cousins, there are certain cousins of mine that you and them think a lot alike. Right, which I told you I, I would like to hang out with them because I see them like a few times a year. No, right, but I'm just saying like you think that you're this black sheep that my family is like, oh, that weirdo has no idea what she's talking about. It's not true. Right, but that's also because our families operate very differently. and We've had that conversation too. Right. I'm not used to like... People giving you f- feedback? Uh, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to being questioned or, you know, like if I tell my family like, oh, Vito and I are going to get married in Montana. They're like, cool, when? Or, hey, we're going to give birth at home. They're like, great. Like anything like that, I we tell your family like, what, how, what, d- d- right. <laughs> you know, and I'm like... Because I want to. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's it. Like, and, and instead of just being like, okay, we have to answer a thousand questions now. Like, I don't, I guess all, I feel like I have love. to. It's not like I you're an idiot. But it's, then I just feel like work? I constantly have to explain myself. And for some reason, to me, that's exhausting. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really, I don't know. I guess I'm just used to it. Because that's even like when I make a decision in my head, it's like, okay, then I question the decision to make sure I'm covering all the angles to make sure like, hey, is this even feasible? And there's pros to both, right? There's there's pros to just be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, but when I make a decision in my head, I do that too. So then what's the problem? Because it's different. It's like because because of the questioning, I feel like I'm not supported. Oh, yeah. I I get that too, though. I I get that feeling too. Right. That's what my mom and I were talking about last night. I just feel like just be like, cool, and support our decision instead of like everything be like, well, what if you and the baby die? That's not. (laughs) It's like, what if I kill you right now? That's it. Yeah. That's not. uh... It's like, okay, why don't you. But you you also like, so for the home birth thing, like let's say you, you have to understand too, when you are talking to people who this isn't even in their realm of reality that you just want them to be okay with it and understand when it's like, I know nothing about homers. I don't want them to necessarily be okay with it and understand. I want them to know that I'm not an idiot and that would put my life and okay, my but baby the only at way, risk. The only way we know you're not an idiot is if you answer our questions. That's not true, babe. That's true I, for I, us. I, do you think I'm... I, I guess I feel it as people think I'm dumb. Like, right, do you that's, think your, I would that's not, your thing, though. Do you think that I would not make an educated smart decision for myself and my family and do all the research and have backup plans and well, do babe, all this other stuff and it's like people question but the, my problem is the people who are questioning it too literally know absolutely nothing about it because you haven't taught us anything right. so when we're asking questions we're trying to learn about it and when we're trying to learn about it you're taking it as you don't trust me yeah. when really it's just answer the questions and then We'll know. We'll know something but about even it. Even if I, even when I have answered the questions, though, it's like, okay, well, you, you know, you better have. It's always like, okay, but and oh, because it's da, still da, da. vastly different. I that instead of just being like, all right, like you don't have to agree with me. We don't. I, and I, I say this all the time in the miraculous mamas group. Like, people are going to parent different. Like, the whole point of it is that 
we're all doing the best that we can and making the best decisions. And we're just going to love and support each other. And that's all I want to feel is like, you know what, maybe I don't agree with this, but I'm going to trust you and support your decision that you're making the best decision for yourself and your family. And I don't feel that at all. Okay. But you, what I'm saying is when you go right away to getting defensive about like, you think I'm stupid or you think that you don't trust me, then it totally puts up walls and breaks down even the communication for the collective to understand and to get to the point of, okay, I get it. I get why you want to do this. But because you go at it from a defensive standpoint right away, then it's just a battle and no I one's learning anything. I don't do that anything. in front of them. It's when I come home. Sure you do. The way you answer and how you don't, you don't answer. We haven't right. your family. Right. Because you know that you're just going to get upset. Right. So you, they still don't know. They still don't know. I still don't really know. I have a better idea than them because you've taught me, but I still don't know all of it. But what I'm saying is instead of getting defensive, you deal with your own stuff of people think I'm stupid because nobody thinks you're stupid in my family period so get over that and then educate us because i'm open i'm open to home births i still don't know everything but then also too you have to keep in mind that you're telling us stories about how you travel the world and just like did all these things that in our minds are like oh this chick doesn't really calculate risk she just does what she feels but even that thought- and it's worked out babe you have to admit that you have done things that you did not calculate risk. Yes, I did. Okay, and everybody okay, thinks you, okay, that this okay, world maybe, is like this no. giant, crazy, scary place, and we better Elizabeth, not. You were a whatever. single, a single, or uh, uh, not, not single. You were a, a white, a small white woman in Israel by yourself, and you got in the car with who? Who? A tattoo artist. A tattoo artist, and then went where? to his house so he could tattoo me. okay now you're telling everybody everybody <laughs> who's listening is going okay that is a risk that you should not have taken but you did and it worked out and thank god but what i'm saying is when you tell story after story after story like that it's not that we think you're stupid it's that okay you see risk and you don't really care and that's that's actually something to be admired that i love that about you that you 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 see the best in everything and I love that about you. And I don't want that to change. But you also have to understand that that's not how my family works. And probably m- most everybody listening right now. So when, when you tell a story, oh, yeah, I did this. Oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, we just went to his basement and we just did tattoos. And it wasn't like, whatever. And it's like, okay, well, then when you say things like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to have a home birth. But it's like, well, is she seeing the risk? and not Because we know nothing about it. So it's like, is she seeing a risk and not caring or is there actually no risk? But then you don't educate us because you get defensive. Right, but also, so yes, have I done some stupid things? Yes, but not, there's not tons of stories like that. There's enough to where, (laughs) (laughs) there's enough to where it's like, she's very, very free. You're, you are, you are free. If there's one word to describe you, you're free. And I love that about you. And I do not want you to change that. But you also have to take us where we're at, take me where I'm at, and help baby step me to where you are. Because no, not many people live the way you do. Right, but and I, I would, I would kill to live the way you do. A lot of things that I did do, though, babe. Okay, yeah, there was a few of those stupid stories along the way where I'm like, yeah, something horrible could have happened, and I'm so blessed that nothing did. But that's also how people live their lives. It's like we were talking the other day about how 
kids don't run around the neighborhood anymore because they're like, they can't. It's too dangerous now. And it's like, I think this stuff was going on all along. We're just so much more aware yeah. of all of it. So yeah. you can't let your kids There's run dangers around the neighborhood. Everywhere. Right, but running around the neighborhood that you live in versus flying but listen to, to Israel what I'm and saying. getting in the car with a random person and going to his house to get a tattoo. We are called to different. live without fear. And and I don't I do think that I have again made some dumb decisions. Yes. And a lot of the travels I did do on my own, but I felt drawn to these places like I needed to go and I got to experience God in such different ways than people who will never leave their bubble ever will. Yeah. And that's why I love you. So wait, I want to make sure we're on the same conversation here cuz what I'm saying is I'm not trying to change you at all. Wait, what but what you I'm pick saying up, is like you pick out the couple incidents the couple incidents where i hitchhiked or like did something stupid and it's like i don't even think it's stupid what what i'm saying so hold on slow down so what i'm saying is because you've done these things because you live the way you do you have to understand why we have questions because we don't live that way and yet we do live with more fear than you and that's not good and i'm saying the way you live is the way i want to live so right, I, I'm not then, saying the way you live is bad. I, I need you to understand that. Okay. I want to live the way you do. But you cannot be mad at me for having fear. You have to guide me to get to where you're at. You have to guide my family to get you to get us to where you're at. I guess the other thing, though, is like when it comes to birth, though, like, of course, there's going to be. Right. But this is also my job. No, I know. I've studied That's it. That's why I'm I've, I'm open to it because I know I know how educated you are. I know this. I know how smart you are. I know how much research you do. But you get defensive instead of seeing that. Hey, we're not even close. But also, to where when you started at. this conversation, babe, you said, "Oh, she doesn't calculate risk. She just flies wherever and gets in some guy's car to tattoo her," which makes it sound like I'm just an idiot. No. So me not calculating risk. No, I did. Living without fear is worth risking like the experiences that I had like you know that was a a great risk taking the risk to choose to not be bound by fear and go experience life and see the places I wanted to see I do calculate risk yeah I did leave things behind and what I'm saying is from our standpoint we think she doesn't calculate risk right but then for somebody to think I don't calculate risk when it comes to my life my future child's life Come on. Well, that's why we have just have questions. Babe, these are things that we ha- we know nothing about. That's like if you're like, hey, I've been to the moon. I've actually lived on the moon for a year. I need you to, I want you to come with us or come with me next time I go. And I'm like, well, wait, I'm going to have a ton of questions. No? Yeah. Wouldn't you have questions? Yeah, I guess that's just. We trust I, you I, that again, you've been to the moon. it's just hard for me because I'm not used to being questioned. Right, but don't take it. All I'm saying is don't take it personally. It's it's more us trying to understand where you're, because we've never been where, where you're at. This is all uncharted territory. This is all completely new to us. Me specifically. So because I just, I when just When I have think... questions, it's not that, oh, you're an idiot. You didn't think this through. I'm like, hey, these are things I want to know. Even when. When we're at the doctor, I ask a ton of questions. Yeah, and I love that. Right. But the doctor doesn't get mad. No. Like, even with, with your chemical birth and stuff, like, I had a gajillion questions. And I watched everything they did. I'm like, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? And they weren't, like, getting mad. I don't know. I want to know. Because the more I know, the more the, the more relaxed I can be. Right. I guess just for me, I think entering, when we enter that season of life, I just feel like I'm going to have to explain 
every decision we make along the way constantly and I already feel exhausted thinking about it instead of somebody you're bigger than it is just supporting it I support you but if also I'm like, this... we're not gonna let our kids have sugar for the first two years of life <laughs> and people are like why what whatever it's like shut up just don't give our kids sugar or just tell, or feel. just tell them there are a lot of de- developmental things that are tied to sugar and we're choosing not to do it and they'll be like oh okay that's how my Z Michelle was she did not let her kids eat sugar till they were like 16. Okay, well. And everybody gave her shit, and she was like, "Oh well, dark chocolate for you." You know, and I was like, "Oh, we would give her crap because every time we'd go there to eat cereal, it's like whole wheats instead of Cheerios." You know, it was it was a disaster. But she's fine. We all loved her. Mm-hmm. You know, my family razzes too. It's just a different way, and I'm just not used to it. I guess. Right. But just don't take it personally. I, it's Because my hard. family loves you like their own, as if my mom gave birth to you. I know that they love me. I, I just feel like, yeah, I do feel like the black sheep. Well, you're not. I definitely am. I'm the weird one mm. in the family for sure. Everyone's got their own little quirks. Yeah. Really, everyone's got their own little quirks. Yeah. So. Whew. I'm sweating. Are you? That was a good chat, babe. My pits are a little sweaty. Yeah, we should go make love. Yeah. Did I? Oh, I said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it. Mm-mm. But then I said it out loud. <sighs> so, yeah, so if you guys have comments fir- <laughs> or if you want to chime in, write us in. So that's our first year of marriage, guys. Yeah. Lots of, it's been. I've had a lot of fun. I'd say, I was going to say mostly good, but I think it's all been good. It's all been good. Even when we fight and argue, I think it's all us working out how to fight fair. Because mm-hmm. we're going to fight. And you do fight more fair than I do most of the time because I do shut down and it's so hard. I do have this trigger where it's like, if I feel like you feel like I'm stupid, I shut down. And that's an internal thing for me. Right, right. Would you notice that in me like a long time ago? I remember when we were hiking at Havasu. And um, we were crossing this bridge, and I fell through these two wood things. Like the wood plank flipped, and she fell through it. And I rolled Definitely my ankle. not your fault at all. And then I just started crying because I felt stupid. I, I was crying. He's like, is your ankle hurt? I'm like, no, it's not bad. And he's like, why are you crying? And then he was like, oh, you feel dumb. Like, And he's like, how would have you known that that wood thing was right. going to flip? Right. You know, but I hate looking dumb or look or right. feeling you've, stupid and you've grown a ton yeah yeah because I, I remember that now that you bring it up i remember that and i was like why is she crying and i'm <laughs> like oh you think you look dumb like no one thinks you look dumb it's a rickety bridge that you fell through that probably nine more people are going to fall through this hour yeah i mean i just i do if i feel like somebody's questioning me because they don't think that like I haven't read about it or looked into it or researched it at all. I just assume people question me because they think that I don't know. No. Not, because not, a, lot not, of not thoughts, a lot of my thoughts are not necessarily aligned with whatever society says and does. Right. And you have reasons for having your beliefs. Right. We just want to know them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's unfair. Right. I just, I don't know how to explain them sometimes. And I think that that's where I'm just like, oh. Just shut up. 
Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Cool. So, yeah, if you guys want to chime in, if you feel like you're listening and you're like, oh, shut up, Vito, I want to say something, then write us in. Do you know what movie that's from where he goes, leave me alone? He goes, leave you alone? What are you, a tree? No. What is that, like Dora the Explorer? Father of the Bride, part two. (laughs) That's like the only movie you quote. No, it's not. I've never even quoted it before. What were we watching the other night? Were you like, you've seen this movie? Ferris Bueller's Day Off we were watching last night, and I was quoting it, and Liz is like, whoa, you've seen this movie? And I'm like, yeah. What do you mean, have I seen this movie? Because I saw it for the first time a couple years ago. Babe, you know I haven't seen so many of the... We grew up on different classics. The classics to me and the classics to you. The classics to me and the classics to the rest of the world are different. (laughs) Not me versus you. This is... But you have seen Father of the Bride. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a classic. It's a classic. It's not a movie that every single person has seen. They should have. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, every person. Titanic, every person has seen. Have you seen Titanic? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, don't say of course. (laughs) Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen like Top Gun and Air... And um, what's the Bruce Willis one? Die Hard and... Well, there's like 19 of those. But the first one... Or um, what's the Jerry Maguire? I saw oh, like yeah, we five minutes of it at your parents' house the other night. Movie, yeah. <laughs> like those types of movies where people are like, these are the, the old classics. I don't know what would be considered classics now. There are no classics now. Everything's a remake. I think Mean Girls is a classic. I think Elf is a classic. I guess, yeah, those are two. I feel like everything's just a sequel now yeah. or a spinoff. No one's creative in Hollywood anymore. They're too afraid to take risks. It's too much money. I guess. Lots of spinoffs. It's all sequels. Now they're bringing... They're bringing Fr- Remember that show Fran? She was like the... She had the big hair and she was the, the maid or whatever. Oh, yeah, Fran, yeah, yeah. uh... The nanny. The nanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's back. Oh, they're, really? they're giving her a TV show. No one's, no one's doing anything new. Interesting. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're done. We've made all the things we can make, and now it's just gonna be spinoffs. Interesting. And then once all those people die off, we're gonna be like YouTube. That's it. Just you, little kids reviewing toys on YouTube. <laughs> all right. And I'm getting aggravated. All right, guys. Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. I almost said Thanksgiving. Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. We love you. Spread some love. If you're in a relationship, just love on each other. If you're single, hug somebody on the street. Um. Just be loving today. Someone cuts you off. Don't worry about it. Send them blessings. Someone's angry with you. It's because they're angry with themselves. Most likely, yeah. So just give love. Give love. I'm going to give love and make love. Be love. love What's that that song? Oh, shoot. Talk while I find the song. What's that? That's that Whitney Houston song I was playing earlier. That I love that they made into like a remake. Du Dumont, a Got You song. That song is originally a Whitney Houston song, guys. We got it together, didn't we? Nobody but you. Very white. We've got it together, baby. His voice, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know this song? You don't know this song? Babe. Darling, my last 
Oh, yeah. My everything. That's you, babe. Oh, thank you. Okay, that's not the song I was thinking of, but it's a good one. Look at his jerry curls, babe. They're so cute. Sorry, nice. <laughs> All right, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Write us in. Yes, write us in. Questions, comments. And we'll talk to you next week. Rate, review, subscribe, share. Share it. Share it. Okay, bye. I love you. Love you.